Hey everyone, it's These Nuts. We are absolutely nuts about all things real estate. Whether you're buying, selling, or borrowing, we cover the topics that matter to you, and even the ones you didn't know you needed to be concerned with. We are your hosts, Shane Hollenbach, nationally recognized mortgage lender, and Jason Crittenden, one of the highest ranked realtors in all of Arizona. Jason, why does that matter? Well, because we have some advice, we have some experience, and we believe you should pay attention. And do we have any promises? We do. We'll keep it short and sweet. We'll pump out quality daily content covering real estate questions you've been dying to ask for about selling a home, buying a home, or how to get financed. You have questions? We have answers. Welcome back to another episode of These Real Estate Nuts. And today, Shane Hollenbach and I are going to talk about a really cool topic that I know a lot of people want to know. Um... Is it hard to get pre-qualified for a mortgage? For who? Well, for, for a borrower. Right? Well, for the borrower, no. Right. Okay. So let's talk about this. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of people that have a little bit of shyness, a little bit of concern when they're calling you up on the phone. And uh, I, gosh, I, I Or not calling me at all. I, yeah, I was about to say, we, we've got a couple, couple mutual clients that are like, that call me and say, hey, I really want to buy a house. And I say, well, then call Shane or call someone, right? Yeah. And... Uh, and then they don't call like crickets or they call and they don't commit and they don't give you everything yeah. because they already know. They know that their credit might not be there or they think they think I should say that. And, it, and that's the anxiety. They think their credit's we, we've there. talked about this. This actually wasn't even going to be part of the topic, but it's that prequalification anxiety. I think we've you know yes. used that term yep. um, in other episodes, but it is they're, real. They're you pre know. shy. The ex- they are pre shy. <laughs> the realtor is the one who gives them, lets them dream. And then the lender is the guy that takes that dream away. At least that's in their the perception mind. in their mind. Yeah. So uh, pre-qualifying is simple. Um, depending on how complex of a borrower profile you are, the only person that's got a lot of work to do is the lender. So let's talk about that because I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong, there's basically just, there's two types of, or maybe there's three, uh, of, of borrowers. So there's going to be someone that gets a W-2 paycheck. Right, yep. that that they get paid every two weeks or whatever. Yeah. Those those are probably the easiest ones as far as how much documents they have to can supply. Be. Can be. And then and then there's the business owner. He's the guy with a schedule, whatever, and a either a schedule C or a partnership yeah. return or something like that. A little bit more complex sometimes. Yeah, can be. And then I guess there's probably someone like say Social Security or on disability. Yes. It's just retirement a check or a combination of it. Yep. So. Yeah. Tell, the, here's the deal. Every single person from a prequal standpoint, mm-hmm. what, I don't care, like all those three kind of sure. income scenarios that you talked about. Yeah. Everybody, it's very simple. It's a two-year address. Two, two years is the magic number for everything. Okay. Two-year address history. Yeah. Two-year income history or job history. If you're okay. retired, obviously that's different. Okay. Um, two years. Okay. So let's talk about W-2 wage earners though, because I think that's the vast... That is, the, of, that is the, the most yeah. of, so, of our listeners. So right wage earner is going to be anybody with a salary, anybody that, that gets a W-2. Okay. They can be paid an hourly rate. You know, I make $25 an hour, 40 hours a week. Okay. They can, they can be a salary. Yep. Your $70,000 a year salary. What about bonuses or like commissions? And then some, some can, some, some don't. Um, and then, you know, with the, with commissions and bonuses, there's some little nuances. Like if, more than 25% of your earnings are derived from bonuses or commissions, like mine 100% are. Yeah. Then sometimes there's a, uh, a scenario where we want to see taxes. Sure. That's a little bit less with uh, after 2018. Um, and by the way, if someone listens to this three years from now, I could change too. It can change. Just as of it right now. As of right now. So um, so those are the kind of the easy ones. You know, get me two years W-2s. 
let's kind of figure out how you're paid. Wait, and they, they, they'd give you their W-2 for the last two years? Yeah. And then what about like pay stubs? Pay stubs is 30 days. So that's usually, okay. it's like two, two, and two, right? It's usually but If two. you get paid every couple of weeks, then yeah, just two pay stubs. If you get paid weekly. And then uh, what about bank statements? So you would need to see those? Two months. Okay, two months. And then, uh, all right, so I'm calling you today. I get pre-qualified. I send you that stuff. And then 45 days from now, I write a contract. I get it. And then 30 days from then, I close. I'm probably going to have to give you some updated updates. Pay stuff That's all. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Because I've heard people complain about that. Like, they're asking me for the same stuff. I've already given it to them. It's not that's the same. That's probably what they're asking for, right? It's the same document with different information on it. Yeah. But that's probably what they're, that's they're exactly saying. That's exactly right. It's like, yeah. I've already given them my pay stubs. Yeah. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean, right? All right. What about a uh, self-employed person? So, so self-employed, that's... Uh, uh, that can go a couple of different directions. Well, because there's different categories of self-employed. You can be a sole proprietor that just does your taxes and kind of like a P&L format mm-hmm. on a Schedule C. Yeah. And then that's just a couple of years taxes. Okay. Right? Uh, there you are can, no pay stubs. There are typically no pay stubs. Okay. Now, bank uh, statements you'd want. Bank statements you definitely need. The assets is one thing. Income is the other. We we'll always need to verify the assets. Okay. Um, and then the income, we figure out w- how the income is derived and then we'll you know document it accordingly. So... With self-employed, let's just say that you have a partnership. Say you own a veterinarian clinic with you and your buddy. You guys okay. are 50-50 partners. Or 75-25. Or 75-25. Whatever. Um, that's going to that's gonna take some corporate taxes. Mm-hmm. Two years. Magic number. And then that's going to also take two years personal taxes. And then there's, a, there's an assessment of that. There's yeah. A, a calculation that we can use to determine your qualifying income. So, but again, the- two years taxes... T- <laughs> Two years of corporate tax. By the way, speaking from experience, years ago, um, I was, uh, I guess, let's just say I was part, I wasn't really part owner of a business, but that same last name mm-hmm. as the owner of the business. Um, and that caused a little bit of well, drama. Well, you at the just time. brought something up that we didn't even talk about earlier yeah. is that if you are employed by a family member, yeah. Uh, even if you're W 2 or hourly or whatever, yeah. a lot of times you need to get the tax returns. Yeah. And the reason why that is is because not that, not that you, the borrower, have any funny business going on, but it has been done. If you're employed by your by your dad, you can and make you want to qualify. You can fake, say whatever the heck you want. Yeah, and make a fake pay stub that yeah. says that you get. Or we more. just gave you a thirty thousand dollar increase in your income today because you needed <laughs> right. to qualify. Yeah. So, and then also, um, if you are a business owner, um, I- I've seen where people get into trouble because they. I mean, and I know why they do this. They write off every single possible thing that they could ever think of. And the reason why is because they want to reduce their tax burden. Yes. But when you're... But your tax burden is based on what your income is. Right. So... <laughs> so so there's a sweet spot there. Yeah. So you you do, you do should kind of game plan in advance uh, what, what your strategy is going to be with yeah. your CPA and maybe your lender. Um, because if you made 500000 but wrote off... 400,000 then to the lender it looks two, like and you, you need 200,000 yeah. to qualify. The lender lo- looks at you as if you only made 100. Yeah. And when, the reason the reason why that is is because if in uh, what you're telling Uncle Sam is you're saying yeah. in order for me to bring in $500,000 yeah. of income, yes. then I I have to spend 400,000 to make that 500. Yeah. So I really only have a net net of 100 grand and that's what I'm going to get that's what I'm going to yeah. pay taxes. So the lender on. says, "Hey, what's good for the, or what's good for the goose is good for the gander." Well, it just you all it 100. does is it just says it's not even that. It's just you you don't make a half million because you're telling us that no matter what, because remember it's ability to repay. Yes. Right. Yep. So if you're saying that it costs me four hundred thousand dollars to earn five hundred thousand yeah. dollars, 
then all we can really qualify you on because you you can't ignore the fact that you need to spend that money in order to make money to be able to repay the loan. Yeah. Well, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like uh, my example, mm -hmm. right? One year uh, I bought a $30,000 camera. Well, I'm yeah. not going to do that again. Yep. But to the lender, they don't care. They're saying, I'm looking at your taxes. You yeah. spent this much money. Yeah. And we just assume that's what it costs you every year. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I won't do this again. I promise yeah, it's not going to happen. So that's yeah. what I'm saying is that sometimes you buy some things that maybe won't, uh, some kind of assets or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. So what about retired people? Uh, so retired people are, they probably can't get it qualified, depends. right? Absolutely. They can. I'm just joking. <laughs> Actually, uh, so a lot I've, of times it's a lot easier. That's what I was going to say is that, um, guaranteed income, like yeah. social security, if what? they've got social security, say they worked in a in an environment where they have a pension, a lifetime pension. Yeah, you guys uh, love that stuff, right? It's easy, it's easy to document. Automatic, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get some documentation that that ninety nine percent of the people have, mm -hmm. especially people that are retirement age pensioners. Yeah, they've got it in a file. Totally, yeah, yep. totally. So a lot, a lot easier. What about like uh, someone maybe that got divorced and they're getting like alimony? Child support, can you use that? Like, can that type of there person are, get qualified? Yeah, yes, there are uh, instances that you can qualify with that income. Things like alimony, it has to it has to uh, continue for longer than three years mm -hmm. uh, from closing. Um, there's so some, you, you there's have to document stuff, that. But. There are some rules, and if you've got child support, you can use that um, if you choose. You know, you don't have to actually disclose that in in a prequal, but if you want to use it to qualify, as long as you're going to re be receiving it for longer than three years after closing. So the name of this episode is it hard to get pre-qualified for a mortgage, right? And I think what we've basically said, or what you've basically said this entire episode is that you just have to have documents to prove yeah. that you make a certain amount of money. No matter how you make money, you just have to be able to prove that to the lender that you have the ability to repay. Yeah. You have the assets for the down payment. And and, and we didn't touch on credit, but because we have talked about that in a couple of our episodes. Yeah, we've talked about that before. We've got and minimum credit requirements, but dude, we're gonna have credit week coming. We are up. gonna have credit week. It's kinda like Shark Week, but way cooler. Way cooler. <laughs> we're gonna have seven days. Uh we're gonna talk seven to days of, uh Mr. Sam Parker, the Sam owner Parker, of my owns, credit guy. Yep. Uh probably one of the best credit repair companies in the United States of America. Yes. Um and I'm only saying probably because I guess I don't know all of them, but he's the best I he, know. He is uh he's the best in, I know. In in my industry, um I'm twenty years in. Um, I rub shoulders with some of the best of the best in the industry. Yeah. We all agree. Yeah. He, he is, he is awesome. So, uh, yeah. we're going to have Mr. Sam Parker from my credit guy on for an entire week and we're going to call credit it week. credit week, baby. <laughs> da -da, da -da. I'll have to get a sound effects for that one. So the takeaway, the takeaway is that, uh, man, it's not hard to get qualified. Um, there just, might be some hurdles. There might be. Yeah. Um, but there might not be, but just call a guy. Yeah. Just call Shane. And uh, you'll get them two, two, and two, no matter what it is, right? Yeah. And uh, and then they'll let you know. And if they don't qualify, we'll always have a plan for them. We'll to make get a them plan on the road. And I've almost never seen anyone that can't get qualified. Um, but the problem is, it's just like when you go to the gym, or just like in your marriage, the effort got to put up in the reps to you. And that's solid gold. Yes. If you live in Arizona and you're looking to buy or sell or get a mortgage or refinance, we'd love to earn. Your business text loan to 602-975-2772 to reach Shane about buying or refinancing strategies. Text HOME to Jason at 602-975-2772 if you're looking to sell or buy in Arizona or if you need a referral for out of state from my expansive national network. Guys, thanks for listening 
Catch these real estate nuts on the flip side.